It's Father's Day. We're gonna celebrate with the mother of all cocktails. First, fill a tall glass with ice, the way children fill our lives with so much joy. Next, pour one ounce of cranberry juice. Sweet, just like their little smiles. Then, pour three ounces of tonic. So bubbly, just like I feel every day I wake up after a long full night's sleep. Now, add a dash of lemon juice. Fresh if you have a few minutes to squeeze one, or store-bought if the little ones have you running around a bit today, the little scamps. Finally, one and a half ounces of Aviation American Gin. Mm. Now that is as refreshing as fatherhood. Well, something I call the vasectomy for no reason at all. Happy Father's Day, everyone. Ryan Reynolds has his own gin line. That's from a commercial that's gone viral. A drink that he came up with for Father's Day, which is Sunday, called the vasectomy. Love that. And it is his brand that is called, I should have it here, Aviation American Gin. Yeah, it's a huge partnership that he ran into with them. And he's got uh, three, right? Three kids, I think? Yes. That he's going to be celebrating with. with Lake on Sunday. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years Welcome to my second act, and welcome to June 15th. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, are you have a question for you. Are you a pincher and a grabber? All the time, yes. Oh, God. In ways I shouldn't be. Okay, well, that'll get you in trouble. Okay, I'm talking about, like, with pictures. Like when, oh, Yes. Like course. So if, if somebody posts something on Instagram, or, like, they send you a picture, do you, like, pinch in to see to certain things? To be nosy? Thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, occasionally. And a, a lot of times it's when someone posts post something like about like their their house or their and and you kind of you know you're curious yeah you're curious like what kind of tv do they have what kind of couch is that where they you know what's going on and sometimes like especially if it's someone like famous or semi-famous if there's like i saw this one one time with justin bieber and there was this um coffee table and it had everything like all this stuff on the table and I wanted to see what was there. And I kind of pinched in. And I think I saw like a bong or something. I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway. Some 1.5s. The question, the reason I ask you is because. And that's our, not a short scene. Okay. Our, our very own pod peep, Betsy Richards, who's mm-hmm. a very good friend to this podcast. Love and, Betsy. and we love Betsy. She has cracked a code. She should be like a private investigator. So what happened was, as you know, we've talked on another podcast about Jana Kramer. And Jana Kramer's going through this divorce. Or actually, she's divorced now from her ex-husband, Mike Cawson or Kaysen. And so Betsy had been looking at Jana's Instagram. And she also follows this fella, Graham Bunn, who was on The Bachelorette. A lot of people know him. He lives in Nashville. And so Jana, because Betsy follows both of them, Jana was liking all of Graham's pictures. And like he'd put up some thirst trap picture where he had a shirt off and Jana would be like, oh, okay. And so Betsy's like, something's going on. She texts me. She says, something's going on here with the two of them. Well, then Jana posted a picture like over the past weekend and it had this pillow in it with a fabric. And then Graham Bunn posted a completely separate picture and had just, I mean, literally an inch of that pillow in there. And Betsy cracked the code. She's like, that's the same pillow that's in on Jana's porch. I swear. And it was. And then last night, Jana Kramer came out and said that her, in fact, her and Graham Bunn are friends. But she Which al- means? Well, she also was very clear. She said, we are uh, skating the thin line between friends and being something else. We're flirting. Like, basically said they were flirting heavily. Well, they've done it then. No, that that yes. doesn't mean that. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah. 
But the point of this is if, like, there are some people that you better never, ever, ever cross. Cross. You're one of them. Oh, yeah. Because I'll come with the receipts. I've said before, if, if, if we were to ever wind up in court for anything, mm-hmm. divorce, child custody, never going to happen. But I would, I would just like wave a white flag. I'd oh, be like, yeah. gimme. Yeah, I'm Give me uncle, whatever you say, you know. I have the memory of an elephant. Yeah. I can't remember where my keys are. Half you the remember time. what happened mm-hmm. on Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. August twentieth, two thousand six seventeen. Twenty nineteen, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. But Betsy's another one. I think that? it's women. No, I mean I'm, some men are good at that too, but like she cracked this code. So you never know what you're gonna find when you pinch and grab. That's the truth. Ned Beatty died. Very sad. He is, was in 160 films. And his his credits that you're seeing all over, and it was not COVID related. He died over the weekend. I think it was 87. The credits that you're seeing for Ned Beatty, this isn't in the run of show, sorry. I just threw this together. Um, Include what, Superman? Deliverance? I remember him from Deliverance. Okay. Do you know where I remember Ned Beatty from? From what? Here are some others. Um, All the President's Men, Toy Story 3, Friendly Fire, Where the Red Fern Grows, Life from 1999. To me, Ned Beatty is Clyde Torkel from the movie Stroker Ace starring Burt Reynolds. Oh, we've talked about all Stroker Ace. I've never seen that movie. Yep. Ned Beatty is also, to me, um, the character from, I don't remember his name, but from Six Pack. Oh, yeah. With Kenny Rogers, who was Brewster Baker? Yes. Yep. Those were just like the first movies I can remember going to the theater to see. He was um, a great character actor. You know, the, one of those actors that you he's been in so many films. And you may not, when you first hear the name, you're like, who is that? But then he was in so many movies. And he just played so many different roles. So, very sad. All right. Donna ordered a cameo. For my birthday. Yes, I did. And because you didn't take into consideration production turnaround time. Yeah. Um, it didn't we, land on my birthday. Right. Which you would think if if it takes you three or four days to produce a cameo, that there could be some fireworks, maybe like a dun 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 you some know? effects and yeah. editing and layering and stitching. Yes. Okay. Maybe like a green screen behind you. Like, yeah. hey. I haven't I know who the duo is that you paid Do fif- you? fifteen because <laughs> I mean I don't. Fifteen ninety nine for the cameo. I'm going to blind react to it here in a second because I have not seen or heard the video, but it runs, what, about a minute? And you're asking for a refund. Yeah, it barely runs a minute. Well, I told what you. What did you expect, though? I, I, I guess I expected a lot more. Like, I've heard some people who do cameos do such a great job with them. And I just thought it would be, I mean, of course, I didn't give them any information. That, that could part of, be okay. part of the problem. <laughs> Right, what information did you provide I to just, Smithfield? I which just is said a it was your name and it was your birthday. Okay. Well, I think that they need a little more. They, they were probably, when they received it, like, who this woman expects us to do something magical with two bullet points of information. But it, but you do birthday videos. I'm sure if you're on Cameo, you do birthday if videos. If you have information about the person to make it personal, yeah. Play play happy birthday on a ukulele. There's a million things you can do. I can do. tell they're traveling in a vehicle. From yeah, that's a whole nother thing. They're like going up to to get some gas at like Bucky's or Quick Trip. It's crazy. Are they husband and wife doing it? We that? don't even know. All right. Here is my cameo for my birthday wish from uh, Smithfield. Smithfield. 
Hey Cadillac Jack, it's Jen and Trey of Smithfield. Happy birthday, man. You don't look 50. You don't. That's it? That's it. Don't know that's seven seconds. Uh, exactly. And I'm not 50. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. There's that, too. One more time. Hey, Cadillac Jack. It's Jen and Trey of Smithfield. Happy birthday, man. You don't look 50. You don't. Like, I, I thought right there it was buffering more. Like, there's more I, video. That's it. It I just cuts off. I think it's probably the worst cameo in history. First of all, you can hear the trucks going by them. They're on an interstate. They're on an interstate. I don't even know where they're going. And, like... She does most of it. He couldn't sing. Well, or he's something. driving, Dom. You can sing while you're driving. Everyone knows the happy birthday song. Wow, that's horrible. It's terrible. There's no oomph to it. There's no passion. $15.99 for seven seconds from Smithfield. From Smithfield. Here's my problem with Smithfield. Well, mine is the cameo. I want a refund. I'm not even kidding. I was I was in country radio my entire life. 26 years just in Atlanta. You know, high school and college, I also worked in country radio. Smithfield's an independent country music duo, meaning they do every, everything their own. I had a problem finding them online when I was wanting to look them up because you have Smithfield ham. Yes. You have Smithfield foods. There's a dog, like it's a shaggy, like collie type dog that's called, this is Smithfield. There's Smithfield Plantation. There is... um. Smithfield's Chicken and Barbecue. Oh, I want to go there. And then there were about two dozen cities in the United States named Smithfield. In my original, my first search for Smithfield Country Music Duo, I had to go to page four of my Google results. Yeah, I mean, there is just nothing exciting about that. And here's the thing. I'm not going to get my money back, and I know I'm not because I'll have to go through Cameo, and then they'll have to give it because you have to do it through your Apple Pay and all this stuff. I'll never get it back. But what I am going to do. Write a review. I'm going to give them a one-star review. I'm going to say this, these, this is the worst Cameo I've ever seen in my life. Seven seconds. And they think you're 50. Carl, do the math on that for the end of the episode, if you don't mind. How much did Smithfield make from Donna per second? At seven seconds, at fifty ninety nine overall? Yes. All right. Yes. Well, I'm sorry. I I, think, I appreciate it. I try. I appreciate the effort. Here's what I've learned with the whole cameo experience. I don't necessarily know it's money out translates to what you get back, but I do think it's the size of the celebrity. Like, here's the thing. It could be a D-list celebrity, but I guarantee you, like, if it was some wrestler or something, they would have been like, pow, 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 happy, 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 happy birthday. Running you around know? in the ranger panties? Yes. Something like that. Or, you know, flipping people in the air. Like if I'd done Cirque du Soleil people, they'd have been flipping people up in the air okay. or something, you know. This is pitiful. Like at this point, we don't even know, like, are they country music? Are they married? Are they even married? Are they even singers? I mean, are, who is Smithfield? They could just be some ran. I could have just hired some random. It'd be like if somebody hired us. But we're, we're not even, you know, like, can you make us? Yeah. But I mean, we would put so much oomph behind it. Yeah. We can't, though. Here's why. Somebody said you ought, you ought to do cameos. Uh, listen, sure. You have to have 20,000 Instagram followers. You're going to tell me that Smithfield has 20,000 Instagram followers. I'm not going to. Carl, would you look at that if you don't oh mind for the end of the episode? Um, the, uh, but that, that's the, uh, well, they, obviously they do. Now, someone else that should jump on cameo, and we've talked about it in the past two episodes of the podcast, is William White. Yeah. Whitey oh, 18. Yes. For, listen, let me explain to you my thinking broke. here. I mean, broke. Just having film videos for oh, you. Oh, my God. Just yourself. singing Mandy to me. Like inserting your name? Yes. Anyway, uh, he's the viral kid on on, on TikTok at YD18, who's, from what I, are you seeing him? 
on your FYP, your for you, for you page a whole lot anymore, mm-hmm. as much as you were? Not as much. Perfect example of you better you better hit quick. But maybe he listened to me and other people who said he needs okay. to slow no, his, slow his no, roll. No, no, no. This is what's hap- this is what happens to these viral stars. They eventually they they strike too quick and too hot, and then they just begin to to disappear. He should have been on cameo three weeks ago. When did he go viral? Memorial Day weekend, I think it was. He should have already been, he already had a hundred thousand followers on Instagram because he's a model, so he would have qualified yeah. his people. And this is where they missed. And this is. But he's got to cut lawns. He can't do all of this. I mean, there's only 24 hours in a day. Donna, what would you have paid to get a, a, a cameo video mm-hmm. message from William White? Oh, I don't even okay. know. Can you imagine you girls, y- y'all would like be sending them to one another as jokes? Yes. You know, I mean, you've got, if you charge forty nine ninety nine. Oh, he could charge a lot more than he that. He could. And but I mean, I just don't know it. that he has time. I Doesn't mean, he's I, making he got, his videos. He's got to Wouldn't do you rather lungs. make videos where you're making 50 bucks a pop as opposed to lip syncing to every breath you take and, and doing it poorly? I don't know. Because missed opportunity. It's no, a missed I opportunity. So. I don't yes. think so. Because I think his lip syncing on, um, on TikTok is going to get him. I mean, already has. It's gotten him a huge like modeling gig. He, he was already a model. I know, but he's going to get bigger ones. Okay. We're going to see him at the Super All Bowl. Right. See him at the Super Bowl, you yeah. say? Yeah. Doing what? Just shaking it, like Ricky Martin out there. Okay. Shaking his bonbon. Word is that Blake Sheldon and Gwen Stefani have secretly wed uh, over the weekend. Did we think they were married already? Yes. Yeah. They were engaged in uh, October, and it was a six to nine carat round solitaire diamond set. Six to nine carat. That's the difference of three carats. That's quite a bit, isn't it? That's big. Um. Blake had built a chapel on the grounds of the ranch that they share. I think it's in Oklahoma. And said that they planned to use it for the wedding ceremony, which was most likely, he said, earlier this year to take place this year. So they were spotted over the weekend, and somebody got pictures of her wearing a sparkling diamond ring next to her engagement ring. Can we have a sidebar conversation? Sure. Um, Okay. Blake built. Just tell me that again. He built what? A close source to the couple has previously said that Blake Shelton built a chapel on the grounds of the ranch and that they plan to use it for their wedding ceremony, which was most likely to take place this year. Okay. Let's talk about what happened to you Friday night with the smoke detector. Oh, here, are we going to go yeah, there? Because here you've got Blake Shelton building a chapel. I mean, this is a very busy man, and he is building a chapel to get married in. Okay. We have had... He's not building it. He, it said he built it. Right, but he, he cut the check. No, I don't think so. I think he built it. No, he did not build a wedding chapel, Don. I think he did. Quickly, go ahead. And then Friday night, for probably the past two weeks, we've had this chirping. It's not been two weeks. This and it's not been a chirping. It's been a constant, a loud, the actual alarm going, going off. off not going off, going off. So we have About to, every 30 minutes. We have to keep pushing in the code and turn it off, turn it off. And the reason it wasn't turning off is because, lo and behold, it had nothing to do with the security system. But it did. Okay. How come there are some times that you would hit 2525 away? Okay. Did you just give our code? <laughs> well, I think you deactivated the whole I system. Did. I did. Yeah. But how come then sometimes when you enter the code, the four digit code in a way, it would stop sometimes? I think it just. T- it was it, at it, least partially tied yeah, I think to it, the security system. I think it anyway, was timed out. I'd had enough and I changed all the batteries in the smoke detectors because we determined that it was coming yeah. from the smoke detector. So. Um, and even after we changed the batteries. It continued. So by process of elimination, we knew that it wasn't the $30 we spent on the square battery 
A, I think, is what it is. So, yeah. So what did you do? I ripped it out of the ceiling. There you go. Wires, chips, everything gone. And what did you do with it? Um, well, because it was still, it was kind of like a snake after you cut off the snake's head. The snake still moves a little bit. The body can move a little bit. It, it, even after I'd ripped it from the ceiling of the garage and everything ended, like all of the noises went away and, and it has not happened since. No, but I came up the driveway because I'd gone to get the family pizza and I hear this. I'm like, oh God. I put it in the bushes outside our house, yeah. but it was still going off about every 30 minutes. I just couldn't hear it inside, but all the neighbors did. And anyone who came up our driveway. All right. Anything else about that? No. No. Ultimate slip and slide production shutdown over explosive diarrhea. I don't outbreak. want to talk about this. The headline alone, though, this story is getting so much traction. Okay, um, traction. Yep. Yes. Because it's just so gross. You can't, well, but you can't pass up something like this. It's being able to write a headline with explosive diarrhea <laughs> outbreak in the headline. That's guaranteed clickbait. Right? Yeah. I had already slated the story for this episode. And then I sent it And to then you. you texted me the story two days later, <laughs> and I'm like, Don, I already got it. I already got it. It was a shit show for NBC. Okay, all right. I have a lot of That's low-hanging fruit. Okay. Here's what happened. You may be, um, if, if you're Donna's age, uh, uh-huh. you may remember Whammo, which was... A backyard water slide. Oh, well, they had everything. They okay. had like a boomerang that you'd throw and it'd come back and take out your neck. And they had this huge slip and slide. And anybody who grew up when I did, like the slip and slide, it was the stuff. Like it came in this box and it was this long yellow plastic. I mean, it smelled like it had just come out of the plastic factory. Like you're probably going to die from the fumes. And you had to unroll it into your yard. And then it had these spikes, four spikes, and you put them in the corners. And here's the thing. You had to get the slip and slide up before your daddy got home. Because your mom would be like, okay, because we used to have Richway. You probably don't remember Richway. What is that? It's like this store like Kmart. And so, you know, like we're going to go up to the Richway, Don. And I'm like, please, mama, can we get a slip and slide, please? Because everybody in the neighborhood, you know, if you had the slip and slide, they all came to your house. And you had to have the right kind of yard. So we would always kind of use the Oliver's yard because they had a big old hill. And so, but I was like, we can buy it. We won't put it in our yard. We'll put it in Billy's, <laughs> Billy in the Oliver's yard. So we staked that sucker down in their yard before his daddy got home. <laughs> Killed all the grass. Oh my God. And you put like water on it and then you get bored with the water. And so then you put dishwashing soap, like Dawn detergent. And then if you're really good, you put some, you slather some Crisco grease on it and you get out there and it's just hours and hours of fun until daddy pulls up daddy the pulls in the driveway. <laughs> So NBC was filming a show based on Whammo, uh, the backyard toy, and it was called NBC's Ultimate Slip and Slide. And this was going and, and is going to be the showcase after the Olympics for NBC. You know how all the networks are going to push when you get the Olympics. Yeah. You know when your year comes around as an American Television Network, you use it as an opportunity to look ahead and 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 keep forward momentum going after the Olympics with with something new and exciting. And, and NBC, for, for them, they said that this is it. And so they've been filming in the L.A. area. But they had to shut down production after 40 crew members fell violently ill during production on a remote ranch in Simi Valley, California. According to a person with knowledge of the production, the outbreak of, quote, awful explosive diarrhea, Ugh. unquote, left people collapsing on set and being forced to run into porta-potties. 
disgusting. So they shut production down. The L.A. and Ventura County Health Department show up with a third-party environmental lab, and they take some water samples. And it's been determined, Donna. This is where it gets really gross. That there was Gurdia. Ugh. Spelling is G-I-A-R-D-I-A. An intestinal infection caused by oh, parasites. Stop. Stop. This is my worst nightmare. But the show goes on. And the show features uh, pairs of siblings, best friends, couples, co-workers, and they compete in multiple rounds of the game. And it's it's kind of like, what did they have when ABC had the big balls? What was that called? Oh. Um, and there's one now on called Holy Moly, kind of the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kinda, ABC's was, uh, oh, Carl, would you look that up for the end of the episode? <laughs> okay. Google big balls. Oh, my gosh. Carl does not need to put that on his on work the, computer. On the app and podcast network network. Here's my thing with this. Mm-hmm. Like, there was this thing through this. The, there's a big thing that comes through different cities. There was one in Atlanta called the Ultimate Slide, and it was like a huge slip and slide through the city of Atlanta. And you know, I wanted to do it. You get like you have to pay. I have no idea what you're talking it was, about. It was right after the um, the Super Bowl came. What year? It was so hot, and you were like, "I'm not." I remember because I wanted to take the kids. You're like, "I'm not sliding through the city. It's like 100 degrees." Okay, and, I remember that. Yeah. 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 You're like, "I'm not yeah, doing that." I can't vaguely remember. That. But this sounds really cool. Here's my question. What, like, what was the competition? Like, did the slides get more ambitious every time? Did you have to get... Well, I know that, but I mean, what was going to, what was the show going to be about? Just sliding, sliding around? Like, what was the deal? Like, do you have to do tricks on the slides? I don't get it. I'm sure it's a time thing. Like the big balls. Oh, like how fast can you get through it? And there's maybe like things that popped up or something along the way. Yeah, some stuff popped up. Okay, having an intestinal bug, like an animal living in you is my worst fear. Have you seen the TikToks where they pull like spiders and stuff out of people's ears that have been lodged in there for years? Like you could have a spider in your ear right now and you don't even know it. And here's what the spider does. It lays eggs and then it has babies in your ear. No, I'm not on that. Yeah. I'm not on spider in your ear talk. Or just think about like, okay, at your age, at your advanced age, like think about how many times you've been talking and like just a bug flew in or something and like you didn't know it and you swallowed it and then it lives in your intestine and it breathes. All right. And you thought cicadias were the only problem right now in the world? Now I will tell you a funny story, another side story. Let's do a side story. So I was at the Coming Country Fair when I worked at the radio station. Um, I worked for a country radio station, same one you worked for. For over 20 years. Did you book me for this gig? No. It was your not-to-be-named previous co-host. Okay. And so the deal was everybody was standing on the stage. And I can't remember who the act was. It may have Darryl been. Daryl Worley. Yeah. And so the thing was they were going to say the Pledge of Allegiance on the stage. And your co-host just opened her mouth and this huge bug which flew was in. a norm very normal for her <laughs> and this huge bug flew in and she swallowed it on stage and she couldn't talk and she was like doubled over it was crazy okay so then all the ambulances from the coming country fair came up to help her and i'm like what are they going to do she just swallowed a bug and she was like i got to get this thing out of me and i'm like how's that going to happen and so i think whoever it was the only time in her life she ever said that okay all right let's move on this sidebar has not gone well at all. It was uh, either Jukebox Junkie Guy, Ken Mellons, or Daryl Worley. I think it was Daryl Worley. At the uh, Coming Country Inn Festival. Yeah. Last night, we did walnut cheddar stuffed chicken breast from dinner fair for dinner. And as I'm unpacking the, the dinner that comes wrapped in butcher paper with all the ingredients that you need, already chopped and weighed and 
splayed and however you need them, each in an individual Ziploc bag. I noticed that the recipe card, you know, shows you the three, four steps for each dinner, what you need to do, said, uh, you know, put the stuffing in the butterfly chicken breast. And I thought to myself, I just don't have that in me today. Is that what happened? To, to, you didn't to, butterfly it. I, no, they came butterfly, Donna, is my point. Oh, That's okay. where I'm going. Okay. Because my stuffing sort of fell off. I was like, did he not butterfly them properly? Because it was so good, but it needed to be together. So I think you missed a step, which is, I, 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 let's, not, that, let doesn't happen. Clear. that doesn't happen a lot with dinner fare. The steps are so easy to do. Donna, what's tough about separating, they, again, it, it came butterfly. All uh, I, okay. <laughs> all I did was separate the breasts <sighs> and then slide in between them. This entire episode is just. With some stuffing. Full of stuff. That included uh, walnuts and so some good. cheddar cheese and some celery. And it's like a, a homemade stuffing. Anyway. It was very good. I, I wondered if the breasts would come butterfly. When I was reading the card before I opened the bag with the butterfly turns out breasts in them. Well. That's my point. It's convenient. I didn't want to. I, I just was not in the mood to butterfly breast. And you don't have to when you do dinner affairs. That's my point. Well, and here's the great thing, too. Will, our 21, 20, and now 22-year-old son, came home this um, weekend and hung out with us. And it was just great to see him and everything. And he's working. He's working very, very hard. So we sent him home, actually, with three, four dinner affair meals. And, you know, he was like, I don't know. I'm not, I can't cook. Like, this stuff, I'm, it's not fancy. And we said, this is perfect for you. Because there's three or four super easy steps. And as we've talked about before with dinner affair, if you if there's something on there that came in the, you know came with the recipe that you don't want to include, you don't have to. But he's got great pieces of chicken. We gave him a tenderloin to cook or even flank put on steak. the grill, flank steak, chicken breast. And that's chicken the thing. Aroma. Like when you hear us talking about this particular rest, you know, dinner that we had last night, if that's not your thing, you know, stuffing the chicken breast and you just want a great piece of meat but you want to do something else with it, Dinner Affair can provide that too. And if you have kids like Will's age who Maybe you're trying to sort of get them into stop eating out so much, you know, and trying to get them a little bit healthier and learning how to cook. Dinner fair is a great way to do that because all of the directions come with it. It's going to give them ideas that, listen, you didn't pass down those recipes because they're not going to do it. But this makes it super easy. Super easy. And he was very excited. Very. $30 off your first order. Enter the promo code CADDY2021, C A. D D Y 2021 at dinneraffair.com, dinner A F A R E. Dot com. A small ask of you three things when you have time. If you want to hit pause and do it right now, that'd be much appreciated. We need some reviews, by the way. The the last review for the podcast on it is from February. Yeah, we need some reviews. Now, if it's if it's not a good review, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Or reach out to us on the on the line. And we have some we have um, swag. We have bumper stickers mm-hmm. for uh for, for the podcast, the My Second Night podcast, including limited edition I break for beavers. Bumper stickers. Yes. Our um, executive producer, Carl, wants us out of his office. So the more reviews, the more bumper stickers you get. I mean, we can send them in bulk if we like. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Invite and encourage three people in your circle or complete strangers to enjoy the podcast. Make sure you listen to the very end and uh, hug the sponsors. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. We'll see you up there on Saturday, September 26th. Dinner Affair, Wayfield Foods, AgPro, John, Be- uh, John Deere, and Passmore Gas and Propane. Okay. All right. And masturbate and tackle. Okay, you made that up. Huh? You made that up. (laughs) Masturbate.com. All right. This is a mess. All the way around. Okay, go ahead. This is just a mess, Carl. I don't know what you're going to do. B-A-I-T. Okay. Lures and things. Mm Mm-hmm.
What's your hype song? Oh, my hype song is Brothers Osborne, Lighten Up. I, a couple things. I, I know I've, we've added some Brothers Osborne before, but I have to tell you, I think they are probably the most underrated band out there right now and in Nashville. And I know they get a lot of, um, a lot of artist cred, like because other artists love working with them, love collaborating with them. And the performance that they did on the CMT Awards with um, Dirk Bentley from Bonnaroo, it was so good. Oh my God, it was so good. And Dirk's is, um, he's collaborated with them before on a couple of songs and he took them on tour with them um, the last time that he was out along, you know, a couple of years ago. But they are just so good. And do yourself a favor if you have not listened to that new album, Skeletons. I mean, it is just so good. And this is a great song. And they're just releasing some really good songs. And, you know, they're two brothers and um, it's just great. It's great music. Really good. If, you, if you're looking for something new, and, and they are the antithesis of what we talk about sometimes about jingle jangle, not there's anything wrong with that, country, boots on the dashboard. Rain and whiskey. Yeah, rain and whiskey. This is like thoughtful songwriting. Corn. This is really, really good songwriting. And it just, um, they paint a picture every time you hear a song. It's like, it's just really good stuff. So if, even if you've heard their stuff in the past and hadn't really moved you, you should listen to the new project. Fabulous. How about you? From 1974, song originally written in 73 by Bob Marley. I'm going to add to the Donna and Caddy hype song playlist on Spotify, I Shot the Sheriff. Bob Marley wrote I Shot the Sheriff? You didn't know that? I had no idea. Yeah. Now, you usually can't stump me. You usually don't know things are like Have you never heard Bob Marley's version? Oh, yes, I have actually. Yes, okay, but I didn't know he like wrote it. Yeah, he wrote it. Okay. Um. I'm like digging into my Clapton catalog because he has just announced a tour. Really? Tickets go on sale this Friday. It's a nationwide on sale, meaning every date is going to go on sale. He's amazing. But how old is he? Uh, doesn't say in the press release <laughs> um, that I got over the weekend. I feel like if I was his age, my fingers would have like, I wouldn't be able to do it. Arthritis. Yeah. Arthritis. Uh, here are, uh, there's not many dates at all. And he's doing them all in the month of September. Two, four, six. He's doing eight dates. Uh, for a pod peeps in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Coming to you September 13th. That's where he's going to kick off at Dickie's Arena. Did you know there was such a thing? I love that. Is that like the pants or the barbecue? Good question. And there li- therein lies the problem with naming rights. Yeah, because imagine this. It's probably the it's, pants. It's the pants because Dickie's, the barbecue, I don't think they're around anymore. It was an EY. This is Dickie's D-I-C-K-I-E-S. But see what happens? But like most if, people would know that. Right. If you stretch out and you spend $4 million to get a tour or an arena and you have the same name as someone else, they like get- Smithfield. Yeah. They get to uh, come along on your ride. Uh, Austin, September 15th for our pod peeps in Houston. September 17th, New Orleans, the 18th, Nashville, September 21st, Atlanta, September 23rd. Let's hit pause there and talk about naming rights. Gas South Arena. Do you know what that is? I do. Oh. That is the, the former new Infinite, infinite yeah. yeah, Energy Arena. That's a, that's a good one. And Infinite was a gas company also. Is that right? Yeah. And I bet if we looked, they're, yeah. they're owned by the same company and they have decided to Spotlight gas out for a Which while. makes sense. I don't think anyone ever really understood what Infinite was. September 25th, Tampa for the pod peeps down there. And uh, September 26th, down in the Miami area. Um, so there are your dates for Eric Clapton. And enjoy I Shot the Sheriff. But I did not shoot the... Deputy. Thank you.
on the Spotify Hype Song playlist. Alan Jackson is doing his uh, Tornado Benefit concert for Noonan, Georgia, which is where he's from. He and Denise's wife both graduated from Noonan High School. Saturday, September 26th, the show is sold out. 16,000 tickets went in one day. But Alan is just... Unbelievable. Is, uh, for the fairgrounds, which capacity is about five. So Okay. I'm, why I'm, are you I'm doing not, that? 5,000. Okay, why are you putting that out to Noonan? This is a great benefit. I, what, what did I say that questioned the authenticity and... Well, the other 11,000 people are now wondering where in the hell they're going to sit. But there's no seats. It's, well, I don't okay. think, anyway, let's, let's move on. anyway, if you did not get tickets to the Where I Come From benefit, Alan just announced he's going to stream it live on his Facebook page. I love that. The fact that Alan knows how to stream live. Alan doesn't know how to stream live. I love it. This is one of the, the twins or the daughters. Denise had twins. If you like K-pop... You should receive hard labor or death, says Kim Jong-un. He is so mean. <laughs> yeah. A vicious cancer. People seem to be throwing that around a lot. A lot. And it's just. Yeah, that's tacky. It, yeah. It's tacky. It's cancerous. It's cancer. Yeah. It's cancer on the community. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> that's what we heard at the Milton City Council meeting. Yes, we did. Um, you know, I I love these K-pop bands. I, I this these, these little boys from BTS, they were on Good Morning America a couple of weeks ago singing Butter. Mm-hmm. I am fascinated by this whole thing, and I am convinced that within probably 10 years, there's going to be like an inside the music, or we'll see something like on Dateline or something about them, because they're just fascinating, because there's so many of them. And like, I'm watching Good Morning America, and I can't keep, like, it, because, like, they some of them have blonde hair, some have darker hair, some, it's just crazy, but yet, they all have to at least get one word in. So like, there's three or four main singers but then the three or four that kind of dance around the background, they have to get there. Or like, ah. Well, they don't get paid. Yeah, but, but, or they get mad. And I'm just, my point is I cannot imagine what goes on behind the scenes when they're all fighting for like lyrical time, mic time, you know? And, and how could eight of these boys actually get along? Do you think they're like beating each other up really or like angry? I don't know. We'll find out when they're behind the music episode. Yes. Hits. But I love this new song, Butter. So good. You know what? We'll throw that in as a bonus. No. Was, yeah, okay. we'll throw that in. I, I throw in a bonus every now and then. All right. We are going to head to Gainesville, Saturday, June 26th. It is a red, white, and blue All-American. Do you really love America if you don't swing by pre-4th of July parking lot party without Lee Bryce? Yes. We have to be very clear about that. It's in all the advertising mm-hmm. and marketing yeah. brochures and materials. We're also going to record a bonus episode of the My Second Act podcast while we're there. Uh, noon to 4 is the red, white, and blue All-American Do You Really Love America If You Don't Swing By Pre-4th of July Parking Lot Party Without Lee Bryce. I think around one, we're going to record the bonus episode, okay? But we're moving everything out into the parking lot. Some great deals, massive inventory, 16,000 square foot, showroom warehouse. And listen, Donna's just a good person. I was up there last week, and I walk in, and there are signs everywhere that said, we are closed tomorrow, which would have been Thursday of last week. And I... Donna's busy and Marilyn, her daughter, there's a lot going on. They're moving furniture. And, and so I finally get a chance to have some conversations with both of them. And I said, hey, what, y'all got inventory tomorrow or something? Because she never closes. Never. Never. And she said, no, it's the second Thursday of June. I'm like, well, okay, Donna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second Thursday of every June, she shuts down Gallery Furniture Gainesville and takes the entire staff on a party bus 
to Harris in Cherokee and then to Gatlinburg and then back to Harris on the way back to Gainesville. And gives them money. It gives each of them a very healthy stipend. Yeah, to gamble to, with. To, to gamble, Donna. Or if you don't gamble, to buy a, a gnome. Yeah. While you're in Gatlinburg at Stoplight 7. Love that. Yeah, and they had a big time because she was FaceTiming me. Let me tell you something. Yeah, over and over again. <laughs> Donna and Marilyn FaceTimed me from Stoplight 4 in downtown Gatlinburg at about 2 o'clock last Thursday. And I look in Marilyn. Should you tell the story <laughs> again? Marilyn has found somewhere a speaker, like a JBL speaker, like a big speaker. A big speaker. And and she's carrying it around her shoulder like it's a boombox and then would use it to sit down I love as, a, that. as a chair. Like a portable stool. Yeah. Listen, no one deserves a day off no kidding. more than them no because kidding. they work so hard. Donna works so hard. And that's the thing about gallery furniture. This is not a business where someone's name is just on it, but there's really other people running it. Donna is there every day. We constantly have people, pod people, friends that say, should I call her? Will she be there? I'd really like, you know, when I go up, I want to meet her. I want her to be there. She's there every day. If she's not there, she's doing something for her mama or she's at the other location um, on the south side of town. But she is always there. And what that means for you is that she is so connected to this business. Again, you can go to a lot of companies where they just have someone's name out there on the sign. But they're like really, Wolfman. Yeah, they're really not involved. But, I mean, this is her business. It's her passion. She loves helping people. Marilyn, they, she's passed it on to her daughter. She loves helping people. It's a, it's a family generational business, and we've said it over and over again. I continue to run into people who say that they are ordering furniture, and it's taking them months to get it. Um, do not get in that situation. Go up there. Check them out. Come see us. Even if you're not looking for anything, just come up and say hello. And again, I guarantee you're going to leave with a rug or something because you probably need it. For the month of June. Gallery Furniture is going to be selecting two lucky winners to have their orders refunded and paid for entirely. And that would include while we're there, Saturday, June 26th. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's spending, amazing. Spending, spending all this money on furniture? And, and and then you get a call from Donna, and she says, hey, by the way, you, you don't owe me a thing. I'm refunding your entire purchase. It's going to happen to two uh, deserving Gallery Furniture clients. And while we are there, Saturday the 26th, uh, ask for Donna's buying you lunch because hot dogs, and he'll also have tacos that day, too. I mean, if nothing else, just come up for a hot dog and a taco, a bacon-wrapped hot dog. All right, there's that. In radio, we called it sticky content, and it didn't mean that it's content that was, um, help me out here, Donna, dirty or um, had double entendre or... Like this entire episode. (laughs) Go ahead. Um. Something that that became sticky during this podcast very, very early was left on red. And we know from looking at the numbers and the downloads and things that, that there are people that, that are finding this podcast every day. And it's up to you where you listen podcast or where you begin your journey. Podcasts never go away, which is one of the many beauties of podcasting. And we have no chronological order. Right. But we they are very current episodes. Okay. And so or we try to make the content current in each episode. Some of it, at least, anyway. Episode two was January 9th of 2020. And this is where Donna introduced Left on Red. Still to this day, people refer to Left on Red uh, when they are on social media with us or, or they text me at 770-464-6024. Um, and so here's a one-minute clip from that second episode of the My Second Act podcast where Donna 
laid the foundation for her uh, movement left on red. Well, I've said this to you before. The one thing that I don't understand, I do kind of like when I'm driving, I look at it like it's suggested. Like there are things on what's the road. Su- what's suggested? Things on the road are suggested. Like, like okay, a speed limit? No, I would never do that. But like, for example, okay, you know how you can turn right on red? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've told you this before. If nothing's coming, you should be able to turn left on red. Why only right? <laughs> so I kind I look at that, and I don't, I did not tell this to the kids when I was teaching them how to drive. Well, thank you. I mean, thank goodness, because I mean that's you. It's it's illegal. It's unsafe. Again, it's unsafe to turn left on red because you're crossing into. But if no one's coming, Donna. it doesn't matter. <sighs> Because I'm just saying, like, if you think about it from, like, an analytical standpoint, like, if you're sitting at the light, and, okay, so nothing's coming, and then someone's like, beep, beep, lady, you can go right on red. If you're sitting there and nothing's coming, why can't you go left on red? There you have it. I sit here today, and it makes complete sense to me. And I know, I know there are so many people like me. And what what I've heard a lot from people is, they kind of thought I was a little nutty, which that's fine. I am a little nutty, but until they got in that situation and then they're sitting in a light and they're sitting and they're sitting and they're sitting and they're like, you know what? Now would be a good time to gas it and go gas it and go because until you get in that particular situation, you're thinking this doesn't make sense. It could be dangerous, but when nothing's coming and you've been sitting there, gas it and go. That's the origin of lift on red. Yeah, I do want to say this as a public service announcement. Make sure you turn your wheel because if you get so excited about the fact that I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to turn left on left on red, I'm going to be a rebel, and you just gas it and you don't turn your wheel, you're going to hit a tree or something, a noted, fence, noted, a cow, noted. something. Maybe maybe all the more reason you shouldn't attempt to left on just red. Just turn your wheel. All right, text left on red. Red is the color, R-E-D, no spaces, to the number 22828. And subscribe to the letter, which is the uh, another component of the podcast. It's our weekly newsletter. Comes to you email nine ten Saturday mornings. Uh, next episode, there will be a round of you can't beat Jack, a twenty second pop culture trivia showdown. And as I look at the tote board in the studio, my record is twelve and one. Yeah, twelve and good. one. I'm gonna something, go up some hard questions. Something to look forward to next episode. Pop peep for this episode is Jay Campbell. Uh, reached out to me on Twitter at ATL Cadillac. Hey Caddy, I'm interested in the magnetic advertising for my second act. Let's re- we're gonna reach out to him. Who's going to underwrite this, though? The magnetic signs. Well. Should we sell them? I'll get on that later. Let me think about this. Yeah. And here's the thing. We, you know. Brought to you by Dinner Affair. Yeah. DinnerAFARE.com. We'll put our sponsor logo on them. Yeah. And if he just puts them on the side and we will talk about, we'll name him. If you see Jay Campbell driving around, maybe and you spot him. You get an I Break for Beavers bumper sticker. Yes. See, this thing already has legs. Um, Or wheels. Thank God for Jay uh, Campbell. Yeah. So he's the only one that's reached out about that because you threw that out there. Yeah. As a possibility. Um, I'm, I'm kind of have another Instagram account at ATL Cadillac Jack. Is that your Finsta? What is that? What do you mean? No, if you remember, Instagram shut me down with at oh. ATL Cadillac. Right. I have no access to it. Do you anymore. have a Finsta? I don't, no, I don't have a, what, no, I don't have a Finsta. You know what that is, right? It's a fake Instagram That account. the kids have where you spell your name backwards. Anyway. All right. Yeah. So I, I have like, I think 31 followers right now. I've gone from 5,000 to 31 followers. Well, you're building. You're in the building phase. At ATL Cadillac Jack on Instagram. Some notes. Thank you, uh, Carl. Uh, at fourteen ninety nine for seven seconds, you paid Smithfield $7.70. Or no, they would make $7,709 per hour. Okay. 
this is ridiculous. On on Cameo. One star today. They have 56,000 followers on Instagram at Smithfield Music. They have 56,000. Don't do at Smithfield Ham or at Smithfield Foods because it's not the same. They have 56K and you have 30. And the bio says, best friends, harmony is our thing, so they're not married. Oh. Thank you, Carl. Audio from this episode from Smithfield via Cameo. All seven seconds. Ryan Reynolds and Aviation American Jen. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, part of the Appen Podcast Network.